This is The Dash, episode 11. I'm Trey Gamage, and I'm so glad that you decided to join us today because we're talking about the entrepreneurial spirit. Deshaun Prentice has been a longtime friend of mine, and he's always been savvy in the business world. He's already got his undergrad degree, and by the time he finishes his master's degree, he will have completely eliminated the need for a resume. Why? Because he started his own business. Him and his business partner had an idea for a food truck that would serve both students at Indiana State, events, festivals, all kinds of things around Indiana, and it would also prevent drunk driving. So when they ran into the hump of a food truck being illegal in the city of Terre Haute, they were able to get the law changed because it would be so impactful for the city and the school of Indiana State. I'm amazed at the person that Deshaun is, but truthfully, he's always been that person. So I'm excited for the conversation that we're about to have today and really how we can take this entrepreneurial mind and apply it in relationships, in friendships, in business, in life, in everything. I'm appreciative for the words that we shared today, and I'm so glad that you chose today to tune in. So I hope you enjoy this episode, and tell your friends. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think. More information at TreyGamers.com slash podcast. This is The Dash. As we were just talking, you said you knew you would be successful. Is that your escape? Do you feel like you've escaped? I do. So um, I feel like I'm on the path to escaping. Mm. Like my partner, Devin, would always say, like, eliminating the need for a resume mm. you know so and that i take that two ways so okay. one being so good at what you do that people know who you are instead of submitting your resume right. you don't need to submit it you okay. walk in the door okay um and two because why do you need a resume for yourself when you own your own you yeah. own your own businesses so that that's my goal too is eliminating the need for a resume okay and, and that makes that makes a lot of sense i've never i've never heard that before but i agree with you I don't I think there's something that we all can have to create the life that we want and we have success in different ways for somebody it's it's being a mother somebody it's being a father or driving a trash truck what how do you define success for you I would say faith family health and wealth faith family health and wealth and, and let's dive into each one of those individually right. actually so what is faith tell me tell me what so faith is with the big man upstairs you okay. know you know my lord and savior okay what is what does God do for you God does a lot, obviously. God does everything. <laughs> but, um, I mean, he's the one thing that doesn't change when you, I mean, when you look at your life, you look at anyone else's mm. life, he's the one thing that doesn't, mm. he's your one constant. Right. So, that, knowing that, you have, I mean, if everything else is going crazy, he's your one thing that doesn't change. You, you have a place to look. Uh, right? So, um, with everything going crazy and changing in my life, not going through the typical go to school, get a job, everything mm-hmm. is absolutely upside down for me and so he's the one you know he's the, the one thing that hasn't changed that's a I, I like that a lot faith is probably my biggest and my first principle as well that i, I live by because i think it's a foundation and you know if, if you when those things go crazy if you don't have a foundation for what you believe in then it's going to be hard to to get over some of those humps and when we come to family i know that you are very close with your three siblings and your mom and even close family friends what does your family mean to you family means a lot Without, I, I mean, I talk to my siblings every day. Like, mm-hmm. we have a group chat. It's nonstop. It, I probably have messages from them, and they're upstairs right now. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> um, they're probably, like, all of my closest friends, I would say. Okay. Um, 
I have a couple other close friends, but right. they're probably my closest friends. Okay. The family. And, and in that, so you're coming from the place that you come from, and we'll get into that as well. Coming from where you come from, how did all four kids become so successful with we, a single parent household? Because we got set up for success um, through friends and mm-hmm. family. Um, also, our mom set us up really well for success by the her actions mm. and how she raised us. Mm. Can you? What's the biggest lesson that you think you took away for your siblings? What do you think the, the best lesson that your mother or, or somebody instilled in y'all at a young age? Life's not fair. Deal with mm. it. <laughs> it's up to you yeah. to, to change it. I, get, I like to say um, the, the sun rises in the east, it sets in the west. These are the facts of the life. Water is wet. An elephant is heavy, and life is not fair. That's I like that a lot. And so the last two definitions that we want to get to is is health. What is why health? Because if you're not healthy, then you're not going to be enjoying your life. You're mm. not going. I mean, and success is based on how much you enjoy your life. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can have all the money in the world if you are brain dead. Like true. What like true. what does that do for you? True. You know. So if you can't enjoy all the things in life because of your health issues then i mean there's no point was there some things that you do at at, in at 23 years old you don't hear too many people talking about their health at 23 what are some of the things that you do to maintain a healthy Um, lifestyle well i've I've been an athlete since i mean since we could walk Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) no i've been an athlete since seventh grade it hasn't been a year where I haven't had a preseason where I'm running 20 hills and right. this is the first year in 17 years yeah. or 12 years or something like that. So, I mean, right now I'm taking a hiatus <laughs> off of health, but I'll get back to it. Yeah. You know, just working out, running, right. training. In, in the last piece, piece, faith, family, health, and wealth, where, where does wealth fit into your life? Well, I mean... Everyone wants to be wealthy, right? True. It makes things, True. wouldn't say easier, but it makes things a lot more enjoyable. It is a big part of success. A lot of people measure success by wealth mm-hmm. and only wealth. And Okay. And these are, these are your four definitions for, or your four primary basis, if that's a word, yeah. for success is the faith, family, the health, and the wealth. And one of the things that you also talked to me about probably some months ago was having a greedy goal when... So it is hard to... Let's first talk about the greedy goals, because I like that concept. What What is a greedy goal? So a greedy goal is a goal that is personal to you. Um, so obviously everyone has a goal of when I get a million dollars, I'm first going to buy my mom a house. Mm-hmm. Okay, And that's, that's a very noble goal. And I mean, I have the same. But a greedy goal has to be personal to you. Like you are the only one that's going to benefit mm-hmm. from it. And do you have... Greedy goals or a greedy goal? What's yours? I do have so a Ferrari is my greedy okay. goal. <laughs> is my greedy goal. So your greedy goals is what's gonna push you when you feel when you feel like you don't want to do it anymore, mm. or you do, you feel like oh tomorrow I'll do that, and you're like well you, a day later it's gonna be your Ferrari's gonna come, you know. Okay. Instead of, the mindset that it takes to maintain these greedy goals and to maintain any goal or success in your life. How often do you have the feelings of wanting to stop? get up because t- tell me first your hours what are the hours that you work twisted frog we start around right now currently we start around 8 p.m p.m okay. yeah and we start serving food around 10 30 p.m okay. we stop serving food around 2 30 a.m and then we clean up for another two hours we're usually four o'clock in the morning is a good <laughs> night to get in bed so 
if you hit bed at four o'clock, you're doing good for it. How often, if ever, do you think that you made the wrong decision in the Twisted Five? Because those are some crazy hours. Your, your, your school schedule is pretty flexible, but those hours to maintain, how many days a week do you wake up and not want to get out of bed? <laughs> every day, every, every week. So, every... <laughs> um, I mean, you don't want to get out of bed, but once you're out of bed, it's enjoyable. So it's okay. not like the Twisted Fry is like a pain in the... Right. So um, we have a lot of fun doing Twisted Fry. No mm-hmm. matter what it is, we are joking and laughing. It's, every meeting is fun. Every time we're on the truck is fun. So I mean, yeah. it's not like it's a job. You're doing it with enjoyable people. Okay. Hmm. Those things, you know, the things that are easier to do in life are easier not to do it. It's easy for me to get out of bed when my alarm rings, but it's easier to hit the snooze button and stay in bed. Absolutely. It's easy for me to start a business because how how long does it take to start the startup truck or the Twisted Fry? From idea to our first cheeseburger was around six, seven months. Okay. Okay. Which Um, is a really mm, fast startup. Definitely. And that and anybody can do that. Yeah. What made you follow through on it? Because if we follow through, then then you can have what you want. What makes you follow through? So as I was saying earlier about the team, so like um, they're depending on me to do my job. Hmm. I'm depending on them to do their job. I'm not going to be the one to let them down. I'm not going to okay. be the, the weakest link in this team. So okay. that's what's going to drive me to keep following through. Hmm. Um, as well as. I mean, being a competitor, like, yeah. you have to go get it for, I mean, for the four pillars of success, yeah. part of it is going to get it. So, to give you some of your own family history, you're coming from Far Rockaway, New York, and I remember you telling me your story about watching somebody move in the house, and then as they were moving in, they were getting robbed out of the back door. You know, being in a place where there's not a bunch of money at home and, and not a bunch of things. And even in college, you know, I know that you played football your first, was it three years? Yeah. And then were you cut? No. What happened there? So, you switched from football to track. Yeah. So I played football for Coach Miles recruited me. Mm-hmm. Um, I played for him for two years. And then the third year, Coach Sanford came. Um, they gave Coach Sanford the head coach job. Mm-hmm. Um, in the third game of the season, I broke my clavicle. Yes, I forgot about that So one. after that, at the end of the season, Coach Sanford sat me down and said that they weren't going to renew my scholarship, so okay. then I didn't play for them anymore. Okay. I stopped playing for them. Was that a, a, a painful time for you? How, how was that? Or where was your mind at when, when that happened? So obviously... It did suck. They, I mean, they said you could still play. Like we'd love for you to be on the team, but we're not gonna. We're cutting your scholarship. Mm. So I did have the option, but I didn't want to play anymore. Okay. Um, it did suck, but I mean, how you handle adversity is. Okay. I mean, what what do you think is one of the most painful experiences of your life? Or the, been the most trying experiences in your life? Um, the most trying would probably be starting the business. The business. Yeah. Okay. So. That, that was the that was the almost the breaking point for you know why is that what happened um so first we i mean we thought it would be a lot different than it was which it's more enjoyable than it is than we thought but mm-hmm. it's all it was also harder than we thought okay with our schedules of being in athletes and students and graduate assistants mm-hmm. um we thought it would we just thought it'd be we saw it differently okay um and we didn't realize that every step of the way, for every success, you're gonna have a failure that you have to fix. You know, okay. um, an employee goes to work and does the job, whereas 
the owner fixes all the puts out all the fires and does his job you know yeah. so um there's i mean as every business has there's just a lot of fires like the ordinance coming up mm-hmm. um five minutes into you think you're starting this business you're told it's illegal you wow. know like wow and it's just wow hurdles that you have to jump mm. over every step of the way so and so so what pushes you past those humps because a lot of people stop and, and to just to be completely real so many people don't think enough of themselves to follow through how did y'all do it what what did you have to tell yourself to keep going over these humps because they're biting back you had to change the law yeah you had to change the law to start this food truck why that had to mean a lot to you what do other people need to know or what do other people need to do to attain the things that they want so then one is surround themselves with mm. other people that want to attain the same things okay because when they're pushing you you're gonna naturally push them back right you know so um and you're both gonna progress that way okay so i don't know if i was doing this food truck by myself probably wouldn't have started mm. you know but with the two others um we also work at a great place called launch which is an mm. entrepreneur hub and at one of the directors there, her name Shelly, she would, every time she emailed us, she would say, there's no going back now at the end of each message. At the end of every email. We've got past that point now. Yeah. She doesn't She doesn't tag it at the bottom anymore, but mm. at the end of each email, she would tag, there's no going back now. There's okay. no turning back now. <laughs> so, I mean, it's the, I mean, it's the, the team and not letting your teammates down. Okay. That's going to push you through. You mentioned how happy y'all are working together well y'all as has this situation as y'all work with the twisted five brought you closer together absolutely so jess and i have been roommates for since we came to college really mm-hmm. um after freshman year we became roommates and we've been roommates ever since do, um, do they have what is similar about you guys because there's going to be some similarities and some differences. What are some of the similarities so with you? A lot of the similarities go with our drive. Mm. So um, I think that comes from a lot of athletes. Okay. The will to compete, the will to go farther, you know, the one more rep type right. mentality. Right. One of my mentors, Terrence Moore, one of the most powerful things that he said to me is that everything is the same. So I become successful as an athlete the same way I become successful starting a business. Do you see a correlation in the work and effort and time that you had to put in to, to be a Division One athlete and starting a business? Is, is there correlation There's there? There's a high correlation. So I remember with Coach Miles, one of our first winter conditionings, um, we had to run 12 330-yard sprints. Wow. Um, you had a minute to do it, and you had two minutes rest in between each one. Right. Right. And so, when I finished, there was only like three of us that actually got everyone in the in, in the right time. Mm. After that, I thought that was farther than I ever thought my body could go. And I've hit a lot of points in sports like that. Right. And um, it's the same correlation with our business. Like when Jess and I drove twenty seven hours straight to go get our trailer. Mm. Like that was farther than I ever thought my mind is going to go. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the correlation is built from the sports. I think because all of us have played sports, we all can go farther than yeah. the typical and, human. Because that is so, so true. You push it, When we were 12 and 13 years old, we talked about playing Division One, Division Two, Division Three, whatever. But at that time, I don't know that we actually could comprehend that. And I think the naivety 
of youth sometimes is the best thing for us because if you don't know what you can do, nobody can stop you from getting there. You know, how much room do you have left to grow? I mean, the sky's the limit. We've just started. We haven't even scratched the surface. Um, and the future's bright. Mm. So there's a, there's a, I've, I think we just started, mm -hmm. basically. So how much further we have to go, that I can't answer you, but I'd like to see it myself. <laughs> so how, how far can, can you see, or at least try, we can always have a plan. The plan is going to change, hopefully for the better. How far into the future can you see? Where is your vision for yourself and your business okay so for myself would be around family obviously mm. family and friends and successful in my four pillars okay. um i would say the business would be having multiple businesses okay. you know it wouldn't just be one and all of them flourishing mm -hmm. do you have a a specific map like this is this is exactly my next step what what is the next step for deshaun the next step for Deshaun is to go full, um, full time with Twisted Fry. Okay. And that's about the the only step I have right now. So <laughs> okay. That's that's where I'm gonna go. When do you when do you look at the step after that? When do you look at the next step? As Twisted Fry progresses, mm. or as opportunity mm. presents itself. Do you consider yourself a that's because that's that's pretty interesting. There, you're only looking at the next step. That's almost a one week or one day at a time kind of attitude. Is that is that how you? picture things yeah and no so i've learned that you can have like you said you can have a plan but plans change mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um everyone has a plan until they get hit in the mouth <laughs> so, i would say really the only thing that you're going to be in control of is what you can control now mm. what are are there some things in starting the food truck is there some things that you had to give up in order to to have the success with the truck? Oh, absolutely. I mean, anyone that's going to start a business is going to give up something. So, like, for us, uh, while everyone else is out having fun drinking and partying, we are in a food truck cooking food mm. for them. Mm. You know, we're watching the fun happen mm. outside of our truck. And, I mean, we have fun with them, but okay. it's, it's a different type of fun. Like, right. we're, you know, um, we smell like fries. <laughs> they, they, they smell like a bar, you know, so... Sleep is a big thing you have to give up. So, like you said, we there's been times where we get done at 5.30 and Devin has practice at 6, you know. Mm -hmm. So, like, 30 minutes of sleep is not going to, you know. Like, wow. So. Is it worth it? Absolutely. Would How, I do it again? Absolutely. Wow. And you're going <laughs> to. So why, why, why? One of my favorite questions to ask people is why do you do what you do? What is, what is your why and what is your purpose in the world? You're 23 and you're giving up your, this is your last year in college and you're giving up your nights and weekends to serve people food. Yeah. So my, my, my why is the long game. So Gary Vee said, you're you're foolish if you're about the short game. The only reason oh. you should be about the short game is if you're dying. You know, okay. it's always gonna the long game's always gonna win. Okay. And I agree with that. And when he said it, I was like that. I click with that because I've always been about. And so, which is weird because I live in the present, but I also mm. think about the long game. Yeah. You know, like I I do my steps based on the present, but it's to get an end goal. Right. That makes man you giving me goosebumps again. I'm, I'm excited here. And part of one of the, the reasons that I wanted to start a podcast and the reason why I do my public speaking is because it helps me learn about myself. So I, I noticed that 
life, you don't stop learning. And with what you just said, plan for the future, but live right now. Where your purpose is defined, your your world is defined, your life is defined, what kind of adjustments do you see or sacrifices do you see coming up in the near future? Because you're you're going to go with the Twisted Five full time. Does that mean staying in Terre Haute? It does. Okay. Yep. So <clears throat> I'll be in Terre Haute for a while. A lot of sacrifices has to, I mean, the the wealth side of things are going to be what's going to be sacrificed mm-hmm. in this short game. Um, if I were to go get a job, I did an undergrad in accounting and I'm getting my MBA. If I were to go get a job, I could probably get a 50, 60 mm-hmm. to start out. Whereas, uh, I mean, who knows what we're going to be paying right. ourselves at Twisted Friday for right. this first year. So that's going to be probably the biggest sacrifice in year one. Do you ever worry about how you're going to live? No, that's not my problem. <laughs> Explain that for me a little bit. Elaborate on that. Well, I mean, because I know exactly what you mean. But that, that, that's that's God's business. That's okay. not my business. Mm. So you have no doubt. You have no worry. Nope, that's not my problem. Les Brown, he said that how is none of your business. That's God's job. I, I love that so much. There's another quote that says the life begins at the edge of your comfort zone or your challenge zone. I'm uncomfortable doing this interview right now. It's weird. I'm sweating. Like you're my best friend for like 13 years, and it's like, am I am I presenting this okay? But at the same time, I'm like, man, I have to challenge myself if I want to grow. Is that how you look at your business as well? Absolutely. Do you see your- I mean, so just like I mean, I can't tell you how many talks I've given on the Twisted Fry now, mm. and each one gets a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just like you were saying, like, you're nervous. You're, yeah, I was too when I started talking about it. I still am. I do believe life starts when if, when you get nervous, that's when you know you're yeah. doing something. That's that's pointing you in the right direction. Are you, do you look to maintain that uncomfortableness, that challenge zone? Absolutely. So, I mean, one of the, my favorite quotes is, uh, start being comfortable being uncomfortable, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. So... That's when you're going to start. That's when you're unstoppable. Right. Because nothing, I mean, yeah. if, if comfort's not going to stop you, like yeah. what's going to stop you then? And, and that really, I, I feel like that applies to everything. Everything is the same. So I think similar to you, my I4, I, I did not play my fifth year of football at Miami, Ohio. I chose to study abroad. And I don't miss football because of, of the gruel and the pain and the, and the challenge that it was to do that. But now when I look back and I reflect at the times when I had to lift 500 pounds, 600 pounds, and carry 250-pound people on my back and really just push my body to the brink, I relish and I miss that part of it so much in that challenge. And I look now for that challenge in every other area of my life. When I go in the gym, I'm pushing. When I'm doing my business, I'm pushing. What are you going to continue to do to keep challenging yourself? Like 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 we were just talking about um, finding ways to be nervous because mm. once you once you're doing that you're challenging yourself. Yeah. They say your dreams are too small if you're not scared about them. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> if somebody doesn't laugh at your right? dreams, it's not big enough. Exactly. So. Okay. <clears throat> and the, so you just I mean that's going to be your compass is your nervous system. I mean how nervous you get is going to be how how successful I, how far you, you, can, go. you can go. Yeah. Mm, so. That's that's so real and so. I'm looking to my. I have a full-time job myself right now. That salary, that's in an area that I, I love. I'm working with the age group that I want at this residential high school. But I'm looking to leave my job in August and work for myself with this podcast. I'm not generating money right now. I am still figuring out my plan to do that. And a lot of people think I'm crazy. 
what advice can you give me? Because you're about to do the same thing. What can you tell me as I continue to pursue this goal and dream myself? I would have to say, um, with your safety blanket of your job, then who knows how far your your business is going to go. But once you cut your safety blanket Mm. and it's all about that's how Mm. you're going to live, I mean, that's what's going to push you to go farther and, you know, wake up out of bed because that's how you're going to eat at night, you know, so. Wow. But but that's crazy, isn't it? I mean, I'm 23. Um, I I have a salary job. And and again, it allows me to travel and do the things that I'm doing and and speak and start a podcast and all these kind of things. Why would I... Why would I leave that safety blanket? So, um, for different people, I mean, different people are different things. So, my my safety blanket was grad school. So, mm. it, it allowed me to get paid while doing this business. Mm. Um, and so, at some places, though, if you can do it, do both of them then. Okay. Um, so, like, I remember I was watching Gary Vee talk and he asked, the guy asked about, should I do one business or the other? And he asked, how many hours do you really work a week mm. or a day? He says eight, and he goes, well, then do both of them, mm. because I mean, yeah, if you're not putting in ten, twelve yeah. hours, then you, you have, don't deserve you have, it. You have no room to talk. So, I mean, it's good to have a safety blanket if you can do your business as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, I mean, it's smart. So, like for us, we built our safety blanket into okay, um, building the twisted yeah. fry, you know. So, but it just means that we are doing school in the morning and daytime, and then we're turning around doing night. And we're working off, working uh, right. on the truck, and we're doing it all over again. Mm. It's just, it's a bigger push. That's pretty powerful because why I am talking about eight months from now for myself, and even for you. So having that safety net, it is great to push you to the, uh, that certain point, to the point where you can jump off. I, I'm not just gonna leave my job and not know what I'm doing, but I will once I get there. I'm planning for it right now. What's the importance of jumping off that cliff or going over the edge? You're, you're going full-time. You're not applying for jobs. You're not submitting your resume to anybody. You're paying your own taxes straight out of school. What, what, where's the value in working for yourself or jumping off of that cliff, if you will? One, like, I, did, I did an internship, and I worked um, as an accountant, and I just didn't enjoy it. Like, I didn't enjoy mm. working for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so happiness one of the pillars of success you know yeah. if you're not enjoying what you're doing why like why are you doing it then? Mm-hmm. you know so why would i why would i jump into not enjoying something you know like, yeah i'm already not in it it's not like i'm i've worked for five years and i'm not enjoying my life like why would i go into not enjoying my, you know right i'm enjoying my life right now with what i'm doing mm-hmm. so i'm gonna find a way for that to make it make what i'm doing livable yeah tupac tupac talks about by the age of 26, he says that that's the point when you make a decision. You either get caught in that rat race or get caught in that matrix, or you get out and you do what you're supposed to do and what makes you happy. I agree with that so much. Um, at that 25, 26 age range, I think there's a decision that you have to make. But I also don't think that if you have not made that decision by 25, 26, it's not too late. At 40 years old, if I have kids, if I have bills, if I have responsibilities, is it still possible for me to do what you're doing? It is possible, but it's just a bigger risk on your risk on your family. Mm-hmm. So, like, right now, one of the biggest reasons why we can do what we're doing is because we don't have school debt. It's right. because we're all mm-hmm. athletes, and, mm-hmm. I mean, we, pay, we don't have school debt. So, mm-hmm. even if our business goes completely 
under, right. our debt is less than most students come out with school. Yeah. Um, and we do not, we don't have kids or we don't have wives. So like our debt is our own mm-hmm. and we have none. So, I mean, it's not hard to find $700 a month to live off of. True. You can do that in your sleep. True. But now if you have to find enough to feed a child and a kid, <laughs> and, I mean, a kid and a wife and yourself, I mean, now you're looking at a bigger sacrifice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And I do think that it's still worth it for people to jump. I don't think it's ever too late for you to make that decision. But I do think there's a decision that has to be made definitively to to go there. When when did you make the decision to go all in on your business and really just decide to go full throttle on it? We decided to do that back when we first started. Um, that was the that was the whole plan was to start with school and Twisted Fry until we were out of school mm. and then do Twisted Fry full mm. time. That's real commitment. Make the decision up front. Maybe you're not an entrepreneur. Maybe this needs to be applied to your next relationship. Or to the next time you walk into your job. Or the next time that you decide what you're gonna do next in life. Make the decision up front on how much you're going to put into it, how much effort you're going to spend with it, how much time, how much sacrifice you're willing to give to have what it is that you want. Thank you for listening. And before you go, I have to share, on April 22nd, Shift Mindset will be hosted in Hartsville, South Carolina at Mezzo Forte. It's a two-hour networking personal development program hosted by myself. And find more information about that at treygamers.com slash events. And I hope you enjoyed the show. Show notes at treygamers.com slash podcast. This is The Dash. Thank <laughs> you.